Hey, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. Me, Ron. And me, Scott. You're doing the intro then, I take it? Yeah. Okay. Do you think, June? <laughs> Keep on Sunnyside, always on needed to be started i mean you weren't going to start anything you, start you weren't going to start it you just started straight into the topics that you wanted to talk right, about okay i was primed you <laughs> <laughs> right we have talked a few times about virtual reality and uh augmented reality and my pipe dream of having a cool like a vr augmented reality studio where i've got my drawing table and and the walls in my room disappear and and, and that and this week um, I, I'd had a chat with a guy um, down at a thing called uh, Digital Catapult, something like that. It's called something like that. Nigel McAlpine, nice guy. Uh, and he'd uh, and he'd let me. They have this immersive lab where they've got all this VR stuff, and you're sort of walking around one big room playing. They've got a Hololens which I got to play with, and they've got um, a, 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 a HTC Vive, and they've got they're essentially all the kit, all the things, all the things. All the VR and I things. got to play in one of them. And I was playing for a couple of hours, drawn in Tilt Brush, which is a sort of 3D drawn up. And he put me in touch. Um, there's a thing happening with with uh, uh, Kinos, the software company down in uh, Belfast, and they're doing. They, they've basically they've booked out the mezzanine floor in W5. And the mezzanine is a big flat area uh, that you can plenty of walking around space. And he'd said to me they're, they're going to do something with augmented re- uh, virtual reality down there because most of the virtual reality experiences are kind of. At their biggest are a small room size kind of thing. You can walk around in them, but you know, you'd need to dedicate a big space for that in the house in a small room. Um, whereas the kit that Kinos have is what's called it has what's called inside out tracking. This is very boring technical stuff, but it means that it doesn't need a lot of the external stuff and you can work in a room as big as you have. So you can actually use the full floor of a mezzanine. And so that's what they have. They have this mezzanine floor, which they want to do something for the science lab. And they got in touch with, or uh, I was sort of got in touch with them. And I went down to have a chat with them. They said, look, this is what we want to do. What do you think you could do? And I suggested a thing. Um, I think we talk about it by the time that the thing all comes off. And I think it's going to be in February. Um, I kind of went down thinking what they've got. Uh, was small chunks. Different artists would come in and do small chunks of things about the size, maybe six foot by three, and you'd fill that up with stuff and it'd be like an art installation. And when I got down there, it felt like there wasn't, you know, they hadn't really firmed up what they were trying to do. It was the funniest because they are very technical, so everything's technical and dry and very kind of, uh, here's here's how we as computer people think about this. But it's really an arty thing. You know, the tech is only there to function as a way to deliver this art to you, this this experience to you. And they hadn't really, you know, they, they, they hadn't joined up all the experience thinking. And I kind of went, oh, well, here's the thing we could do. And I was going to suggest originally like a, a little wizard's den. You could walk around inside it, be cool, little pots of bubbling oils and things. Uh, but and thinking I had a six foot by three foot space, which would be a lot to fill. But it's not, it's like a, you know, 28 foot, you know, it's a massive big area. And I was looking at this going, oh, this is what you've got to fill. I mean... Well, how do they know. do that with multiple? Do one person go in at a time, or is it multiple they've, people they've can go four, in? Uh, four pieces of kit, and they're going to walk people one at a time through it. So, what I suggested to them to do was, um, rather than inside, I said, "Why not? Why not have it like uh, like you're walking around this giant dragon?" So, someone put the headset on, and they t- actually physically walk around this big space. But what they're doing is they're walking around this vast dragon, which they can see the tail of. They can look up and see this tar, and up the top of the tar is the dragon's tail, and they can look out in the distance. So when you put this thing on, that's what you're going to see. And they're like, going, yeah, that's oh, that's brilliant. That's great. Let's do that. That'll be great. And I'm like, going, okay, I don't have any of this equipment. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> just, I'm kind of just suggesting this. I don't know. Now, do you think you could do that? I went, well, I'll be honest. I have no fucking clue. I don't know. I've never done anything like this before. I've never built models. I, you know, I've, I can draw this stuff. I can make this stuff up and I can say it, but I you know, I have the first fucking clue how to do it. They went, well, if we lend you some of the equipment, can you do this? And I went, ding! <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a go. <laughs> so I I was lent a Oculus Rift uh, to come home 
And it is, I've had an extraordinary experience with it. I've had it for about a week. And I've been, um, I've used lots of different packages and lots of different uh, software for drawing and stuff. The first thing is I got it and uh, it's, it's so it sets up very simply. It's got two little standees, which are the sensors to tell where you are in the room. Uh, Oculus Rift has two by default. Uh, and they basically mean if you're forward facing, it always knows exactly where you are. The moment you turn your back on those devices, it doesn't quite get you properly. So uh, you can buy a third sensor and put it in the room behind you. So okay. it'll pick you up where you are. Um, you put on the, the headset. The resolution is really quite staggering, quite good. And you've got these two things called touch controllers. And they're called touch controllers because in theory, you can do things like point at stuff and grab stuff with these controllers while you're still holding them. Uh, and and the the buttons are, are not just clear key buttons but they're also touch sensitive so if you lay your thumb on them they'll know your thumb's resting on them even though you're not depressing a button um if you so so is there it any feedback tell. does it push back at it, all? no no there's no feedback on the buttons but it does vibrate if you if you you know if you've set it up to vibrate okay. i mean the extraordinary experiences are things like google earth is incredible google earth is like it's like being god it okay. is amazing you're you're standing can you give kids cancer uh, well, I presume I'm, I, I might be giving them cancer with the equipment I throw. Oh no, no, that was a mean joke about what God does. No, you can't do any of that shit. No, you don't have the power of God. And in fact, it's like a, a snapshot. It's like a frozen moment in time because, much like Google Earth on on uh, a computer, it's all you know. It's all from that single. You two haven't spoken since I opened my mouth. And I mean, that the seems show. that seems like the that seems like the show as I as I remember it. <laughs> I was just taking my cue from Scott. <laughs> So, so anyway, I'm just keeping an eye on this oxygen meter here. <laughs> the right. The, um, what do you call it? The the Google Earth is so as with uh, the 3D. You've, I'm, see, I'm sure you've seen Google Earth when you're doing a 3D view of the world. Yeah. You're, you're traveling around. It's like that, except because it's fully immersive. And the thing is, if you're using things like that on. Um, on a on a phone with VR, you can look left and right and up and down. You can look, but what you can't do is alter your elevation. You can't actually look underneath things and dip your head down a bit and stuff. And that you don't realize that's an experience you're missing until you have that. And then suddenly you're you're standing amongst New York and the buildings are as tall as you are, and you can duck your head down and start looking into you know look down below them and stuff. It is amazing. It's an amazing experience, and you're walking around going, "This is incredible!" And there's a button you can press on it, and what it does is it's called Tilt Earth, and what it does is it tilts the entire. If you're in the middle of New York, it'll tilt the entire Earth up like a vertical wall. Oh, and like Inception. Like yeah, exactly. Well, a bit like Inception, and, and zooms you out as well. So what you're looking at is a three dimensional map of, of New York and the Earth, because you can see the edges of the Earth left and right of you, and it just feels like you're going, "Oh, this is oh my god, this is what they should be doing." And they shouldn't be getting any art. Fuck this. Just give everyone Google Earth. This will be amazing. <laughs> Walking around the Earth and actually being able to go, let's zoom in on that. So that's kind of, I mean, that was kind of incredible. And then the, I've been sort of using sculpting. Turns out I can do the 3D sculpting stuff. I was, well, was going to say, have you ever worked in three dimensions? Um, no. I, I mean, I've done little tiny thumb sculpts, but I find because uh, I have arthritis now, by the time I actually ever got around to doing any sculpting stuff, it's physically harder. Than, yeah. You know, it's, it's difficult. So, But I mean, I have an art style that I think is quite three-dimensional, quite chunky. And so it... it it lends itself to 3D quite easily, uh, and then but and there's like three different tools I used, um, and uh, in the end I've gone to Tilt Brush, which is the one they wanted to use. And and what we did was we took a a real uh, three dimensional uh, drawing of the mezzanine and put it in Tilt Brush, and I was able you're able to kind of you can scale. Uh, yourself, so you can shrink and enlarge yourself, basically. Oh, so, the, the dream, so, finally. <laughs> at last. And what it does is it shows you a little diagram of the size you are, approximately, and the size goes from a squirrel to a dog to a human to an elephant to a dinosaur. And so if you enlarge yourself to the size of a dinosaur, everything's tiny around you, and you can start sculpting things. Then you shrink yourself to the size of a squirrel, and then you can get into the fine detail. Okay. So I was building the whole thing in that, in that and I've lost hours to that. But it, it's... I started to hallucinate, like really mild, mild hallucinations that are not, um, they're not like, oh, look at the weird pig elephants. They're more along the lines of, is my finger there where I think it is or slightly to the left of that? Because I'm sure it's happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Um, it's just, it's very, it's very, and, and I can't quite explain. Some of the other vi- visual perception things are a bit odd because I've started to find things I look at and I look smaller than they were, which is really also upsetting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been very, it's been a very interesting kind of experience, I think. Um, okay. So there. How much would this kit be? It's actually quite cheap. It's like 350. My kids are going yeah. to do lally. They looked. want it. They want it right now. I have used it enough now to go, do you know what? The dream I had, the dream I wanted, a VR thing and sitting in my room. That dream's here. I, I don't want it. I don't want it. And I'll tell you why. I Because you'll not want to come back. No, well, there's there's that danger. That's the first thing. Is and is that is a, that experience. is the thing. Since the PlayStation launched the PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. there there is a there is a, a recognized depression mm-hmm. that is because you're because all the worlds that you see when you're using the PlayStation VR are gorgeous. They're yeah, beautiful. they're gorgeous and they're glowing. Everything glows. And because then you're looking when at you come back to the real light. world, you go fuck. This is dull. Yeah. It's not one of these things where like ever since PlayStation VR came out, the birth rate in Japan's gone down or something. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Like, I was this close, very, very close to buying an Oculus Go uh-huh. this week, which is really basically only, I, I only because I wouldn't, buy, I wouldn't bought because there's a new Oculus thing coming. Yeah, out but the, Oculus, the Oculus Gear. Gear. No, the Oculus ch- Challenge. No, no, it's Gear. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. There's, yeah, but it's it's more geared towards games. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I was close to buying it is because after watching all of the Marie Kondo. TV mm-hmm. series on Netflix. You I got that. rid of. I got rid of like everything that I own and got a a big chunk of CEX vouchers for old media and whatever. Uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out what I wanted to buy. And you can get an Oculus Go for 140 quid. You guys can come down and have a go at this. I we will. I, I, I will. Told, I've told I'm, my son I'm giving it back on but Tuesday. I'm going to. He, I, I, really I wasn't upset. waiting for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to come down. <laughs> but the 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 Oculus Go is basically Netflix goggles. That's all that it. That's all that it really is. There are some. Go- I have. There's. There's an app called. Uh, oh god, it's like VR video or something. Video VR screen, and it's basically for you to watch your own media. So yeah. And and and. And Plex have their own app for it. Yeah. As well, well the yeah. thing is, when you, I, I've used this, and when you, you kind of go into this app, and you go, "Oh right, this is handy." You sit down, and you're in a theater. You're in a vast yeah. theater, really big theater, and you look around, and the place is empty. And it feels like you're the last man on earth. It doesn't. It feels like you're entirely alone. Well, what you can do that I that I think would be fun is you can invite other people into the room. Oh, and, right. their, and their avatars appear yeah. beside you, yeah. and you can talk to them, and you can hear, and they can hear you, and you can talk to them. So, if your wife is away, if your friends live far away, if your wife's away, you can sit, you can sit yeah. down, and if you can watch a movie away, together. You're not watching films on that? No, but you can watch a, you can watch a movie together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have realized that I don't have any interest in VR, and no. I think it's VR is bobbins. <laughs> Ultimately, I think that it, I don't think that it's going to be this big I, wave I, that everybody thinks I, it is. I, I think there are going to be some really interesting things that people yeah, do on it. Yeah. I think hardcore gamers are going to get what they want yeah. from it. But I don't think it's going to be... It's like 3D for TVs. I don't think it's yeah. going to be this big technological revolution. And the same with... AR. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be some people will make some really interesting games. Yeah. Most people won't have the space or the setup to be able to properly play an AR game. Like you saw the guys at the new iPad launch mm. and they had it like an eight foot by eight foot blank no one's table. Playing that. No one is playing those augmented reality games. That's what, that's, I know, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like I the, Nobody's the, holding up their iPad and going, I'm gonna fire <laughs> you from this distance and, and the other person going, I'm gonna fire oh shit, I've slipped my iPad's fallen. Ah. Oh, that's a that's a grand. Yeah. Um yeah, I just I I think some of it is gonna be fun. But the reason I didn't buy it is because I would have used it. I would have watched half of something on Netflix yeah. and then went, oh, no. Well no here's thanks. the here's the thing like the 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 immersive stuff is great, but the resolution still isn't. It's not as good as watching something on a four K. No, it's not. It's twenty one. You know, it's, it's twenty. Uh, it feels like you're watching a, a massive screen. I mean, the the app um, lets you sit in a cinema on your own, or you can sit on the moon on the surface of the moon with the moon lander to your right, which is incredible. Yeah, uh, and and the screen is projected into space, or you can sit. Um, where was the other thing on this kind of weird space station thing? And it looks amazing, but when you actually tur- turn to watch the film that you're watching, it's it's kind of low res because it's not yeah for you know even if the display in in your eye is 4K, it's still only a fractional part yeah, of and that. What, what what's the there's an there's an effect that they get 
that they call it's a door screen or something is it something because you're so close to the screen yeah. you can see the pixels you yeah, can see yeah, the yeah, individual yeah. So pixels kind of, and there's a there's a there's I a, think it's a, a door screen effect or something yeah there's a name for the, the effect that, yeah, that, it's that's like a mesh you can screen see door. Screen, screen door screen door that's screen door yeah the screen door effect yeah I mean I think they're getting better at that yes absolutely you know that's one of those things that will come with time resolutions get better they are getting better at that but at the same time it's still you know you're still projecting even if you have a 4k thing you're watching you're still projecting that in a smaller space than 4k because you know it's 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 using the rest of that for the rest you know for yeah. the rest of it it just looks bigger you know it does look like a massive home cinema screen i can i mean if you're living in a small flat in japan somewhere where their space really is a big is problem that, i a can premium? see yeah. i can see a major attraction to it um i i just find it i find it really antisocial i find it really antisocial going in and going i'm going to put this on now even to do sculpting or something i'm going to put this on and work in my room for two or three hours while you're all running around there and i i, I, I turned the lights off in my in my room because you don't need them on when you're when you're in in the room sculpting with the head. I thought I don't need the lights on because it's like Stevie Wonder Studio. Yeah, well the thing is right. So the thing is when you put the you you mark out a demarcation of where the floor is in your space, and so what happens is when you walk around that that floor, if you're nowhere near the edge of it, it's fine. But once you get to the edge of it, it starts showing like a, a grid cage nearly, uh, and you can push your hand through the grid cage and it'll. It'll put a little sort of bubble of a circular bit around the cage where you're putting your arm through. But that grid cage is your kind of, this is the area you've got to work in. Uh, and so what I did was, uh, what you're supposed to do is mark out the walls in your room or, or, or anything that's in your way. So you in this room, for example, we're in here, you'd mark out where the sofa is and that wall and the other chairs that were there. But you'd have plenty of space to walk around here. In my little tiny room, there isn't that amount of space, but I have a lot of desks. So what happens is I mark them to where the desks are, but above the desks they're just they're, they're kind of they're clear, so I can still move my arms outside the grid box as long as I know I know nothing's in the way. Um, but what you can do then is is the you can see the controllers. Generally, most apps let you see the controllers, and they're mapped perfectly. So they I, I know what I want to see. I want a time lapse video of you working for two hours <laughs> in your room. Just in the dark, painting yeah. things in, in midair. That's what I want to see. Make, make that video for me. Make that me. video. All right, then. I, I will try. I just, I'm, I'll have to just, yeah, just my phone up, in. Just I'll just do it. I'll just, I look like a tit, but I look like a tit anyway. Um, the What do you call it? The um, the thing is with the handset is because you can see them. Uh, they're they're great. I mean, if you let go of one and you, they come with little straps like the the Wii U straps used to do, so they they can, they'll dangle off your hands and you'll see them dangling in space, but on their own, you know. So, but your body kind of knows where they are. Your body knows where you you are in space, even without seeing that, those parts of your body. Yeah. So when you go to grab things, you know if if you can see them, you can grab them uh, without seeing your own hands. That's the kind of that's the weird thing about it. So I I would put them on a desk. So I put them on the desk in front of me, and they're just like they're hovering in midair. I turn off the light, <laughs> and I and in the dark I know where my controllers are. Like the, do you have the most technologically advanced VR system, and what do you want to do? I want to see if I can do it in the dark. <laughs> it's pretty look, cool. Annette, look at me pick this up. I can't. I can't, I can't see you. I can't see this, and I can still pick it up. What are you picking going, up? I can't see anything. You're picking up. What are you doing? Never mind, Annette. I'm on my own. Um... So yeah, I I mean I let my kids have a go with a couple. Of, I put a couple of freebie games on it, and they are just they are mind blown. And Nathan puts it on. Tom's too little, so the head you can adjust the headset yeah. to fit, but it just doesn't quite fit him. But he can still see it. And Nathan's got glasses, and so when he plays it, it's it's harder to get on. Oh, so but there's my works. question: Yeah, how does it work? With well, the, the, the thing with is, the, you can you, there's adjustments you can make, and you can get um, yeah, with the go things. you get a you get a glasses <clears throat> spacer with it. Yeah, I don't know if it I don't know if it's the same with you the. Get, yeah, you can get glass, but there's, there's, I think some of them now, not all of them, but some of them have. You can get, uh, you can get your lenses from the opticians yeah, you can get to your, fit in. You can get your prescription you get lenses, prescription lenses as the o- as the optical the optical viewfinders. Okay. but it means that nobody else can use yeah. it. Yeah, but that's, I mean, like for most people, they're buying them for themselves. Yeah, they're anyway. buying, Yeah, that's fine. But um, when your when your friend goes, can I have a go? And you're like, actually, yeah, you no. can, but you won't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can, I, but you don't want to know what I've been doing. In this. <laughs> You can, but uh, don't use that controller. Why is um, it so sweaty? <laughs> oh god! Oh, Nathan is so sweaty when he he's like I t- he five minutes in it, it was like sweat pouring off him, like big drip rivulets of water oh. coming off his face. Um, but the um, what do you call it? The the thing I couldn't wrap my head around was 
this the the screens you're looking at are really close to you, so you've got lenses in them to magnify them to make them feel like they're further away to make these things feel like they're really in a real distance. And it was like, well, if I use reading glass, do I still need to use reading glasses? <laughs> or I mean, can can how does it work? Does it is it like those are really far away, or are they? Only far away, up close. Far. Do you know what I mean? Well, well that's, that's the stuff I think would, would, would start to make me feel nauseated. You yeah. Know? If if it's starting to not do things the way I expect them to operate yeah. in terms of like focal depth and all, yeah. then I think I'd start to feel sick. Right, right. Okay. Annette felt very ill. She gets uh, um, really bad vertigo a lot. And she had a go and it was like, no, I can't. I, I'm done there's with a, this already. Whereas a, I, I've spent hours and hours and hours in it and coming off and going... Oh my eyes! Ah, ah. But but why does everything look weird and not as colourful? There's a there's a roller coaster in Florida uh-huh. um, that they've opened in SeaWorld mm-hmm. where everybody puts on VR headsets. Yeah, and the roller coaster takes off and you like you. It's a proper roller coaster. It used to be called the Kraken. Mm-hmm. If you want to look it up, it's like a like full loop to loop foot. Like yeah, and but. That the thought of doing that with a VR headset on it makes me feel so. No, it makes me feel no. immediately ill. I don't. I don't see how that would give you any benefit at all. Well, you go down and you go out underwater. I I had to go at W five W five had because I was down at W five talking about uh, the VR stuff and they have like a VR setup with all yes. the different things and one of the things they have was a, a VR roller coaster and I nope. was having to go on this. And it was like yeah, this is all right. I've had I've done a real roller coaster. <laughs> it was fucking petrifying. I hated it and I was like going on this going no, it's not. As much fun as it is when you're playing no. on your own. Those things, that thing at W5. They do move you around and stuff. Which that is thing kind at of W5 bothered me because you pay into W5 and then you've got to pay an extra six quid to yeah, have a go on the those, VR those are, things. Yeah, which they're, is, they're which kind is, of done in partnership with a, with another company. I think, yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, it's it's frustrating. Like whenever it's W5. Yeah, like, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Anyway. W five still great though. W five's yeah. class. Yeah, if you've got very young kids. I yeah. don't think I've been in W five in about ten years. It's great. They do. They do. They a, oh no, it doesn't really make much sense for you because you don't drink. But they do a W five after dark. Oh really? Uh, where oh, you right. can yeah, you can go in after it. Clo- you can pay to go in after it closes, and there's okay. like an open bar, and they do like kind of more adult themed. Make it sounds like sexy time, but they do more grown up themed talks and so all demonstrations the same and stuff. Experiments, but everyone's wearing bondage gear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly that's it. Perfectly yeah. reasonable. Yeah. So, right, okay. Shall we segue into something else now? Let's segue into brand new cars. I got a brand new, well, second-hand brand new uh, use of an Oculus Rift. My uh, youngest brother, who is 24, 25, uh, went and got his first car today. Okay. And I, I today? helped. Today? Today. It's a Sunday. Yeah, today on a Sunday. He, went, he had a budget of £800, and he found a second-hand car for... 500 um okay. and, he, and him and i went up to, to 495 and he said he phoned me says uh paul can you come up and help me look at this car and i went yeah sure but like john knows about cars my other brother john he knows about cars he's up in um newcastle uh he says ah no but uh, but like i don't want to get him to come down and look at a 400 pound car you know it's not not worth it. i went okay that's fine i the first time i bought a car I bought uh, my bought dad's. John? No, no. Yeah. I bought my dad's mate Eddie with me because he was the only person we knew who Everyone's knew anything about cars. Everyone's dad's going to be called Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he might be the same mate, um, but no. like everyone's like my family do not know about cars because no one in my family drove a car until I think my brother Mark maybe was the first person to drive, but he left home. And then I was the first one with a car in the house. So nobody in my family drove a car, but my dad always had knew someone who would drive cars for him. Um, and so it's it's always been it's like the first person with a license, first person with a credit card, and all this stuff. And just and I know nothing about cars, and and I've never been interested in them at all. But my parents never drove either, so it was kind of you know odd. So I took him to look at this car, and I'm like going, I don't know anything about cars. Uh, and we went up. And it's a silver uh, Toyota, whatever it is, some silver car, sim- similar, very similar looking to mine. And he went, I, I just want you to drive it because I don't know anything. And I'm driving this car around, going, I don't know any. Seems like a car. I don't know anything about it. And then we phoned John, and John's like going, Oh, check the clutch for this, and check. I'm going, No, nah, I'm not going to do any of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look for sludge around the oil. Mm, I probably wouldn't know it if I saw it. Uh, and he, you know, he goes, uh, one of the first things you've got to check is put it in second, uh, try and start the car, and it should conk out because what will happen is if the clutch is good, uh, the car will try turning over and it'll conk out. Yeah. If the car is bad 
I don't know what happens. I don't know who goes on fire. I don't know. <laughs> he never he never filled in that bit. Uh, although one thing I did know was that we were on a slope, and so if it was in two, it would probably start again instantly yeah, it because would. it would it would kickstart itself, it would hill start itself. Um, and so I was like, "There's no point in doing that." So we went in to chat to the guy, and they're, they're cracking the back bumper, and and he goes, uh, "I'll knock a hundred pounds off it." So it's four hundred quid. And it looks like this is great. I'm going to buy this car. Let's get this car. I went, "All right, let's go and talk to the man." So I get in, and like there, there, there's a few things. First of all, we go into this guy's house, nice house. He had a little statuette of uh, uh, the two lorry, uh, two two uh, Laurel and Hardy there. And I thought, oh, I can, I, I'll ask him about the film because the film's coming out, and I can't do small talk. I don't know if you've noticed this about me. I have no facility for small talk. I thought I can do small. I can do a small talk on this. It'd be like a TED talk, but it would be close, <laughs> close to small talk because I knew he'd be interested. So we get in, and I'm chatting away to him, and um, he goes, "Oh, it's my daughter's car." I was, you can see Lauren, honey, da, 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 da. and just sign that. And I sign that, and I said, "I've got two keys here, so there's a there's a key for you, Look, And uh, you know, you can give the other key to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, hold on. I am not his dad. I am not I mean, his be, dad. I mean, yeah, well, hang on. I am not his dad. I am his older brother. I Now, fair point. I'm 20, much, much older brother. 25 years older than him, but I'm definitely his older brother. So I'm going out. I'm saying, like, I can't, the audacity of that man to say, I, I was your dad. He goes, well, to be fair, you didn't help it. I mean, first of all, you started talking about the two, Laurel and Hardy <laughs> to him and going, oh, you and I are about the same age. We went to see, you know, would have seen Laurel and Hardy on BBC Two. I went, okay, that's a fair point. And also, you, he was, his, we were, I was buying a car from his daughter who is older than me. So that seems a reasonable <laughs> leap to make. And I'm there, like coming out going, fuck's sake. There's the same age gap between me and my dad as there is between you and your brother. Christ. Well, it's so really funny p- you should say that because Susie's car um, had to go into the mechanics this week uh-huh. and I went around with her to get it sorted out and you know, dropped off and just gave all my details to the guy to call because, I mean... And he said, I'll send your dad a text. Well, well he, he, he phoned me and said, uh, Mr. Abernathy, just giving you a shout out your daughter's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so much better and also worse. Well, I... I mean, I remember thinking in, in, in that in that moment, there's a win for somebody in here. I'm just not sure it's me. <laughs> when did you get your first car? Um, on my 18th birthday, which is also the was day it I passed. A gift? I passed my test that day as well. My mother had her old car sitting mm-hmm. in the driveway, basically waiting for me to take it mm-hmm. when I passed my test. I so. see people inherit cars. What about you, Scott? I didn't pass my test until I was 20... 425 mm-hmm. um and i bought my dad's car for the same price he sold it to he bought it for your family are cutthroats yeah. nobody passes anything on for like oh you can have it for cost no. it's like you can have it for cost i thought my dad was bad like everything's cost for him but no oh that's that's ter- well yeah yeah i i had to go out and buy a fucking car from some backstreet vendor um no actually to be fair i've only <laughs> i bought my dad's car which is a nice. It was a fine. It was a fine car. It was a Peugeot two hundred six, and then whenever I was getting rid of that, then I bought my sister's car, mm-hmm. which was a Mini Cooper. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until after that that I actually had to go to a dealer and and buy it. And it gets really annoyed, you know. She goes, "Do you know nobody we like? Everyone else has family and friends that can they can get things off, and we've got nothing. Everything we've got, we've had to get ourselves." There's no car to be handed down to us. There's no house that we're going to inherit when we're rich. There's no, nothing. Nothing. What about Annette's parents? Nothing. Well, the, the, their house. We're not getting... Annette's mum is, is like 11 years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Annette, now that I were talking about it, she goes, do you know, there's a good chance. She says, my mum, her mum's 15 or 16 years older than Annette. Now my mom was sixteen years older than me as well, so that's you know, and 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 I was going, oh, there's a good chance like I could die before my mother, because I like by the time I'm in my seventies, my mom will be in her eighties. So this is, you know, women can live to that. So it's not like there's a chance. I, there's a chance I'll never inherit anything because I'll go before she does. There's a chance my mother will inherit my house from me. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing we get fuck all we had to earn every single well, I mean, thing there's gotta Luke be... gets all my shit anything I didn't yeah, have exactly. he gets there has down. to be the provider family get, yeah. there has to be the we provider we don't have one 
No, you are, you are them. Buy, but my dad would buy and sell everything else, everything he ever had. At Christmas, we were talking about, uh, about a book I used to own, uh, which was a beautifully illustrated first edition of Wagner's Ring Cycle, illustrated by Arthur Rackham. I bought from my dad. That was £100. That... I eventually decided I didn't want any more because I couldn't do anything. I was like 18, I was 22 or something. So I gave it to my dad to sell. Disappeared off his stall. Somebody stole it, apparently. Never saw the money for that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know, I was... Mm. We were talking about that at Christmas. Well, them hoodies are big into Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Here, here, do you want to buy, do you want to buy a Wagner? <laughs> Lip sick. Check two, out this Wagner book. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, it's just oh they, uh, they, we were coming out of the thing and and of course looks like it's really funny I I wish I'd taken a photo of look because I kind of would have liked to have seen a photo of me with my first car you know that you know you, there are moments in your life that you think this should be commemorated but you don't realize that till thirty years later and you go I wish I had a photo of this of that particular moment or this particular moment yeah no I think I had long hair whenever I got my first car so I don't want any there's there are zero pictures of me I missed my long hair. I forgot about your long hair. I had super long hair. Yeah. Like no, there are zero pages. pictures. There's th- uh, no, th- uh, that's not true. There are two pictures that I know exist, and they get they resurface every once in a while. It's not the long hair that would upset anyone. It's the lack of beard. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true as well. Actually, <laughs> who's this charming girl? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that sweet little girl. How happy she is about her first car. Yeah, I've sort, of, I've sort of been struck by you know everyone's been doing these um, you know hashtag. Uh, yeah, ten years later. Ten years. Oh, or, 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 or it was. What is it? What's, what's the what's the? Period? It's the one about Facebook and and puberty and Facebook. Puberty, yeah, yeah. puberty and now. Fucking, I was yeah. twenty years out of puberty by the time Facebook turned up. I I just don't have photographs of my stuff around then. You know, I, I, like uh, we didn't hang around with cameras back then. Mm-hmm. My late teens and to like early twenty like twenty one twenty two fall in between like a gap in space time. Where people were just starting to get digital cameras, but mm. they were really expensive and massive, mm. and there was no cameras on phones. Yeah. So there's like a weird period in my life where there's just nothing. Well, my first there's digital no camera, pictures. I was well into my twenties when I, when like they became affordable to buy. So that yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. Um. There there are photographs of me around puberty, but I don't have them. Yeah. You know, they're so. all with parents. Somewhere. Other people took photographs of yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they didn't take a photograph of me because there's that photograph of you yeah. the, way, the way they do now. Actually, I did save a picture of um, of mine. I probably won't upload it, but I'll show you guys. <laughs> oh, she's very pretty. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've got a skinhead in that picture. So Look at that. that. Look at that big smiley face. You'd never tire of punching him. <laughs> We're showing Scott is now showing a picture of her. That'll be a Patreon that's, exclusive. That, that, that should be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> that's me. I think that's first year of high that's school. That's just before he finds out about the birds and the bees. <laughs> yeah, I think that's oh, first year oh of high school. Oh my goodness! Somebody said to me about you know the stuff they teach them in school nowadays, and I go look. My son, I can't even imagine the stuff I I learnt about in school when I was his age that I would bulk at if someone told me my son was God, learning. I remember it. the stuff that people would say to you afterwards. You go, do you know what a girl's fanny looks like? And you go, I don't know. <laughs> and they go, it's like this, and, <laughs> and it would be ah ah. What is that? Stay away. From. And, you know, or, what do they do? That do? thing where they get two hands together. Oh, two hand, yeah. The two hand oh, thing, and they go, <laughs> and they they put the two, or they get the other. Well, we've thought. Well, yeah, you definitely don't believe this, but where they get chicken wire and rub it against their hands and go, that's what boobs feel like. <laughs> they'd get chicken wire? Yeah, and they'd rub either side of the chicken wire with their hands and they go, that's yeah, what boobs uh, feel like. Oh, rub it, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah that's, no, they didn't call it, they called it Diddy Wire. They didn't <laughs> give it its proper title. This kind of ties into uh, what I've been watching this week. <laughs> I uh, one begs to... So, so yesterday I binged the entire first season of a new Netflix show called Sex Education. Oh, right. I, 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 oh, the I Gillian Anderson that. show? Yeah, Gillian Anderson's in it. And, it's uh, a, it, no, it's, 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 it's a Butterfield it's or Butterfield. Assistant State Attorney Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a really good show. It's it really good? well written. It's very what, funny. What is it? Because, I, I mean, it seems it's, a bit... I don't know what it is, but I, I read someone saying, oh, it's like the, something. It's like a school set in the 80s, but the technology's from the 90s. Yeah, and the, the period of when it's set, it, it is set currently right, right up to date but everyone's dressed in whatever they want to wear for like the last 30 40 years right. the music uh, in it is could be anything from like the late 70s to now okay uh but it's the story of it is uh asa butterfield plays a teenager who is the son of asa butterfield was the actor in ender's, ender's, game. ender's game yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's his mother is a renowned sex therapist, mm-hmm. played by Gillian Anderson. Played by Gillian Anderson, and uh, he goes off. To, he's off, he's at school. 
He's a very awkward, sexually repressed kid himself. Mm-hmm. But somehow he finds that he's able to give uh, advice about sex and relationships to people because he's learned it from his from his mother. Yeah. And another girl at school decides to, with him to monetize this. Mm-hmm. So they start a sex clinic where people come in and okay. and uh, get advice. And it's really, really good. Um, okay. Is it comedy? Is it it's, it's, oh, it's very much comedy. Okay. But it has all of the social issues that you'd imagine in, in something that came out today. Yeah. Um, there's a really good, ep- third episode's really good where one of the characters goes for an abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not like it was in Grange Hill, right? You know, they they managed they still for Grange Hill properly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they still managed to find humor in the situation, yeah. but there's also a lot of pathos, and it's it's the best depiction of that sort of thing I've found mm-hmm. on, on TV recently. Uh, and the soundtrack's really good. I actually made a point of of looking up the the music supervisor on Twitter and, and mm-hmm. sending him a few kudos yesterday because I really enjoyed the music, but. Uh, I would you har- do that, and you're a very good person for doing that. I think about that, and then I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if there's something I really enjoy in a piece of media, I will try and see if there are persons online to try. I and- have had if, uh, things from people saying, I really like this thing you did, and I don't know how to respond to them. <laughs> or I, I so you just don't? Just, so I don't. So I just look at the email and go, uh, I don't know how to uh, appreciate that. Anyway, well, I, well, I had a email. We had a wee meltdown this morning whenever I saw that. Uh, the singer of a of a band that I was a huge fan of in the nineties uh-huh. followed me on Twitter because I'd said his new band was quite quite nice. Uh-huh. I really liked his new band, so he followed me, and I got <clears throat> really excited about that because <laughs> I listened to like his band's first two CDs over and over again. Would you like to about, give them? A, would you like to give them a name check? Uh, they were called Paw, so okay. they were they were like a heavy metal country crossover band. They had like steel guitars in some of their songs, and the songs were like. They were like country songs, but really heavy rock. Mm-hmm. I'll link to them. Uh, but yeah, he followed me, and I got very excited about this because it's, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of cool, yeah. yeah I mean, cool. it, it just kind of could be a little buzz. Yeah. But anyway, sex education is well worth checking out. Okay. Oh, very good. Do you, have you followed it? I mean, in your industry, there are presumably coloring her- heroes that you would follow. Or, yeah. Or, or, I mean, at what point do you go... Yeah, I'm tired of this now. I'm I'm like I'm still excited about this person, but I'm not not anymore about this person. Well, I just, I tend to, like Twitter isn't really the place for that. Instagram is a good place for for following that, and a lot of the people that I follow will post, if not before and after shots, they'll post really nice after shots of stuff that they're working on. Now they're all working on like Jay Z and Beyonce videos and like the latest big blockbusters mm-hmm. but much much bigger things than um that i'm working on but yeah like i follow those sorts of people and so and they some of them in turn have followed me back on mm-hmm. it which on instagram which then just makes me not want to post any before and <laughs> yeah, after that, stuff yeah, on my yeah, on my that is, that instagram is the thing isn't it um, it's like it's very hard i mean it's it's difficult i mean my industry there is you follow a lot of artists a lot of artists follow you and it's like I, I, and you see your stream of art, and you go, ah, uh, because you choose only to follow people you really, really like. Yeah, you, don't, you certainly don't follow. People I don't want to follow anybody shite. that's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, although I should. Yeah, yeah, just to even the numbers. Yeah, a bit. Uh, not yeah. even the numbers, right? But also go. Uh, I feel like I can post this and because the, the thing is that the line that you draw for what's good and what's bad generally is anyone better than me is good. Yeah, and so you follow everyone better than yeah. you, and so all you see are people that are better than you constantly, and you should start deleting them when you get better than those other people. I think just to, just to bring those, just to feel like some sort of progress. But I think the thing is, you don't compare those people and go, "That guy's better than that guy," and no. and, and therefore that means all of that person's work Plus is not the, worth seeing. But you do it to yourself. Yeah, you look yeah. at your own work it's, and you go, and "I'm not as good as him, so I should not exist." Because coloring is probably. It's probably more subjective than almost any other no, art did, form no, within the medium of yeah, of t- things because film, yeah. you you can't really argue. There are technical aspects to it, but you'd kind of have to be looking at the scopes and yeah, no those right, kind of things no to right see. Yeah, there's no there's no right thing. or wrong yeah. thing, and you just look. Sometimes you look at an image and go, "That looks fucking great," or mm. other times you go, "Yeah." Yeah. Whereas with sound or something like that, people could listen to it and go. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that isn't right. That doesn't sound. That, that's that's too high. Her voice doesn't. It sounds like they're echoing in a in a room that should, yeah. you know all the, all those sorts of things. But it's completely subjective, which makes it really difficult whenever somebody comes into the room and you know you spent however long working on something and they go they just go that shite. Uh, it's, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, you go right. Okay, I guess we try and, and they do could something be else. feeling it the next day. They could be feeling it the next day. You just get to catch them at the wrong, yeah. catch them at the wrong moment, and then a lot of times you go, well, 
I'm booked tomorrow, so you better start <laughs> fucking feeling it. <laughs> yeah. You don't start feeling it. This is kind of the way it, it is. Yeah. No, um, that's what you're getting. Yeah, it's just it, it's a it's kind of a a crapshoot unless somebody's kind of sitting on your shoulder and mm. um, and uh, through every step of it. And they, they, nobody really does that. Sometimes on bigger jobs, you'll get a DP who'll sit with you, and that's great. Mm. But a lot of the times, they just don't have the time. They're all off on another job or. Yeah. Well, it's well, when they're shooting, it's when they're being paid for it, and when they're not shooting, they're not being paid Gen- for no, it. No, generally they get paid for the, to come to attend the oh, grades. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They'll, but they're, they'll only get paid for, like, the day or yeah. whatever. Some DPs will come, um, and they'll pay for themselves okay. because they want that badly to be in and yeah. make sure that their work is, is seen yeah, properly. Well, yeah, whatever they're filming is, um, is what, what they're uh, Other DPs are there for the paycheck hmm. they're 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 taking those three days that to be in the grade for oh yeah yeah and they're j- they'll just kind of like sit and hang out and, and yeah. chat and whatever but they're as long as you're not making it look like tripe they're yeah they're generally fine well speaking of doing it for the paycheck oh yes that's a segue <laughs> is, that, is that how you segue okay okay then so we've kind of uh been moving towards how do we how do we sort of uh, generate a bit of money out of this to kind of offset the costs of doing yeah the, the thing is i don't think we're that worried about generating money money is not not no. a thing we're doing it for because we want to do it and it's fun to do but there are costs for doing it and yeah. there there are uh, ongoing costs just for even i mean even if we post nothing even if we post terrible yeah, audio, if, if we never posted a podcast again We'd still have to pay for the hosting of the podcasts yeah, yeah, that are yeah. still out there. Yeah, so so there's ongoing and the regular costs. They're not big expenses. They're just, you know, they they uh, they can mount up when you forget about them, which is what we do. Yes. This is what me and Scott <laughs> yes. do. We kind of forget and everyone goes, oh, you guys, um, you know, I've been paying this thing and it's like $10 a month or whatever it is. And, and it's quite expensive. Uh, and so we decided to have Patreon. And the Patreon is at, where's the Patreon on? Patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside Podcast. Yes, that's our Patreon. Thank you very much, <laughs> Patreon. There you go. Um, the, yeah, so it's there. And uh, if you go there and, and so you don't get anything for, for signing up to the Patreon except our eternal thanks. Yes. I, we should do a shout out to each of our sponsors, but we haven't really asked them if they want that or not. So I don't know if that's the right thing or wrong thing well, to do but but well, thank we, you we will, we will ask if, if people want to shout out on the show we will solemnly read their names out oh yeah absolutely because <laughs> i am very look the the we're at this point with five patrons which is it doesn't i don't think we're quite there yet for paying for itself is it no uh well close. i mean um, those five patrons cover the hosting of the show well there you go i mean yeah. that's something already and not 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 to say that we don't want more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's we do, definitely well, not nothing. Ron is never happy with the fidelity of the audio. No, I always want show. things to sound better and cleaner and just with less PJ overall. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so next on my shopping list is a PJ filter. <laughs> um, you know, we'd like to be able to skype guests in or or have people that that aren't in the, the yeah these locale. are these are all ambitions that we have anyway and and yeah. we're definitely going to try and do them uh and we have bigger ambitions for other things as well but um any any friction that gets in our way is usually money fr- yeah. friction and, yeah. and so the you know the more patreons we have the, the better it is and the more sustainable it becomes and the the quicker we can get to do some of these things we want to do which we i think we're fairly committed to constantly putting everything out for free i mean yeah there might be some behind the patreon things but they're more about serving a way to stop us being embarrassed so that only paying people can see <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and not just every yeah. tom so, dick so and so basically we auction off for cash our dignity yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so th- there's never going to be you're never going to not get the episode the episodes are always going to be up yeah, on yeah. friday there's never going to be Patreon only episodes. There may be some behind the scenes. Yeah, bits there might and be some Patreon they, only content that they, but, uh, that they but get. It, but it your episode will always be there on Friday. And if new you, photos of Scott, you know, <laughs> if long you think, beardless. Uh, if you think that <laughs> me in a gym bench pressing stuff like that are six or seven hours a month. You of keep adding an hour on content. <laughs> no, we usually do like an hour and a half a week. I'd say it's about between four to six hours. Four to six hours a week, a month, a month. If you think that four to six hours a month is worth. For your four dollars, your hard-earned four dollars. I mean, if you think it's be... worth more than four dollars, there's nothing on that page that'll stop you donating more yeah. than four dollars. <laughs> I month. do. I also intend to put the back catalogue of the previous Sunnyside Comics podcast on the Patreon. All of only. the ones that will not get us in any way litigated against. Yeah, I think I think putting them on the on the Patreons is the sensible thing anyway. Um, yeah. So that'd be the only way to access those. But all new content will be will free and gratis. So is that? 
So, yeah. thank, so again, thank you, thank yes. you. Uh, the people who've already already um, committed to the the. the the, the, what do you call it? What, 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 what's the phrase for it? For being patrons. The subscription? Yeah, no, no, no. You're not subscribing to anything. They're no. being patrons. They're patrons. They're, okay, for the patrons who've already, yeah. who already yeah. signed up, yeah. thank you very much. Much appreciated. If uh, you haven't signed up, I mean, don't feel too guilty, but you're not as good a person as those other people. Let's just, say, let's just, just say there's five people all covering your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, you really, I mean, if, if you can live with yourself, that's fine, but I, I don't think I could. I mean, I was going to go down, try and go down the positivity route. Like, don't worry about it. It's January. Everybody's a bit scared. But no, you two are just like, oh, if you, you want to be good host, bad host, I can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, look, I, it's, it's cool. Either way, it's cool. But, you know, we know who our friends are. And we'll probably yeah. mention it every week, but, you know. Sorry. Don't get tired. Don't get yeah, bored. Patreon exclusive yeah. will be no mention of the patron oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like youtube red yeah oh god that's dead annoying that youtube constant everything requires you to click no i do not want to pay for this and it's fucking expensive but anyway. it really is i think youtube red is, is much dearer than it needs to be if it was four bucks or five bucks a month yeah, that would be totally if, reasonable thing to ask of someone per month yes but, it would uh, be four bucks a month but would i be think perfectly reasonable ten dollars a month for Essentially, just but it's fourteen. Isn't it not fourteen ninety nine no, or something? Has it gone up again? Yeah, it's fourteen ninety nine. So, so they, they bundle it all together now into, into Google yes, Music. Yes, and so YouTube. you get the music as well. Yeah. So yeah, it used to be you could pay ten dollars a month just to have the ads taken out of YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Um, certainly, as soon as they rolled out that service in the UK, I noticed the ads way more. Yeah, yeah, it's way more ads. I now. mean, ads were starting to crop up two, three times during What's some of the videos. Very annoying. Yeah, and, yeah like normally I used to get an ad at the start, either skippable or unskippable, which is fine. But when I'm listening to my ASMR, and all of a sudden there's an ad in the middle, I really put you off your stroke. That is, yeah. <laughs> Hi, you're feeling very relaxed. And I, an advert. Yeah, yeah, no, no it's, yeah, it is not great. Um, but we don't have any of that here at the Sunnyside Podcast Show. Yeah, let's move on from there. That's enough patron talk. Yeah, um, it makes PJ right. really uncomfortable. Right. Shall we do pick of the week? Yes, pick of the week. Pick, pick of, of the week. week. Pick of the week. Why, why did you both just look at me straight away? Because well, you've already talked about a thing. I, I kind of feel, feel like I've already shot my load with, with yeah, uh, you sex always, education. You always shout at me because I just steam barrel every conversation and go... I'm going to start talking about a thing and make it about me. And and so, I mean, that's why I looked at you, because I want you to go first and not feel in any way like I'm hogging the entirety okay. of the conversation. So anyway, well. my pick of the week is a show <laughs> called Timeless. Hey, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, you God, go. is it Timeless? Yes, Timeless. Oh. Weird, I like Timeless. I flipped past that on Netflix the other day, and I was I just sort of wondered, had any of you watched it yet? Because I was going to ask about it. Yeah, I, I, I recommended the first series, I think, a while ago. The first series was on, and the second series went on, on the... I can't believe we're doing his pick. I can't believe that. I can't believe that we're actually <laughs> doing his like, pick. Like, I, I think you're just gonna roll with it because I saw how it worked. It was, <laughs> it was one of the best magic tricks I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Scott, by all means, go first. Anyway, here's mine. <laughs> so Kaiser fucking Suze over there. <laughs> So, yeah, Timeless yeah. is a very silly Glenn A. Larson-style production of time travel and stuff. But it's not by Glenn A. Larson. No, 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 no. But it's got it's got that kind of feel. It's it's different from, I think we were talking, what was the other time Travelers travel show? Travelers. Travelers is the yeah. other time travel show. Tra- Travelers is about time travelers from the future. I keep coming. thinking Travelers about gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, those are two phrases you're not supposed to call the Roma people. Okay. For goodness sake, you have to apologize Travelers out? What? The Travelers out? Maybe it is. No, tra- no, Travelers is fine. I don't it's know. It's just gypsies. It, yes, yes, it's just uh, tramps and thieves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the three things. Um, so <laughs> you're desperate to sing that now, aren't you? Look at you. You just really want to first to go on. I'm holding back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So tra- Travelers has them all coming back to the present day and altering time for whatever reason. Um Doctor Who has people traveling through time and doing all sorts of things, but very rarely do they interact with famous people through time. And when they do, it's always a signature episode. Uh, And uh, what do you call it? Timeless seems to be constantly we're going to go back and meet someone really famous and alter history. Yeah, well, the the first app or the second app has them going back to try and stop the Abraham Lincoln or during the Abraham Lincoln assassination thing. Yeah, What I think it does that's really interesting is that it goes back and sometimes the missions don't succeed. And when they come back to the present, the present has changed. 
So so they you know they go back to prevent the assassination of someone and they sort of prevent it but things change a little bit differently and they come back to the present and suddenly somebody who was alive is now dead or somebody who was dead is now alive and they they can't quite keep a grasp of what their present is because at this point I'm sort of I'm mid, midway through the the second series so, uh, one of the main characters who his his entire motivation has been that his his wife died uh he comes back and discovers uh, he goes away back in history comes back after a mission and it turns out his wife is now alive his wife phones him on the phone so something's happened when they're away so it's a very it's a bubblegum kind of show but it's one oh, of it, the, it's one utter nonsense <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it full of mad conspiracies the reichen back uh chris reichen back you said like you've watched it all i have no i watch as much as i could stomach <laughs> when like the 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 time machine is ludicrous looking it's cool. that big dome thing? yeah it's yeah, a big, big ball dome, and yeah. it's got two big chains that run around the outside yeah. of it but there are two time machines there, there's one uh, one of them that the oh yeah sex, time machine sexy sexy doc from er has a time machine there's a proper Ooh, which there's one? A proper time uh, machine it's um uh, you you went for ooh, for any of male female it's any, any of are yeah <laughs> it's um it's uh Klitschko no not Klitschko the Ivan the the foreign one Gordon, Is he from ER? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, I think he's the bad guy in the first series. Yeah, he's but of the course, bad guy. that all turns around in the well, in the spoilers. second series. And well, you know, I'm not gonna um, watch it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, th- there's this big conspiracy that's these these people are trying to go back in time all the time. There is there are two time machines. There's the original time machine that was built, and there seems to have been something that happened with that. And then the second time machine they call the lifeboat, which is one they built sort of kind of piecemeal and doesn't quite work as well as the fancy one. But the bad guys have the fancy one, and they're going back and altering history. And the good guys have the have the good Quantum one. Quantum Leap's really, got so much to answer for. It really does, yeah. It's very <laughs> Quantum that, that, that was a storyline they tried to bring in near yeah, the end. The evil yeah. leapers, and they seem to have better gear. Yes, yeah. yeah. The, the, oh, she, it is the evil like leaper that. was a girl, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I th- I mean, it's good fun. I think it's it's never going to answer. There's a lot of interesting things about time travel. That and time paradoxes that it's raising that it never really is going to answer, and I know it's never going to answer. But it's unusual for a bubblegum show about time travel to even raise these questions. I mean, at, at this point, it's like um, you know they they go back in time, they come back, and their presence is altered because they they you know there's there's an episode where they they go back in time to stop Kennedy being assassinated when he's a kid. And they accidentally bring Kennedy to the present, and now Kennedy's been in the present. And then they go back in time. They come back to the present, and they get out of the time machine. They go, to, uh, no, there's another episode where where they go back in time to stop. Um, uh, it's like an Emily Pankhurst style suffragette making this big speech in our present that that's a real person, uh, and she ends up. They go back in time to stop her being assassinated, but they she is assassinated. Somebody else makes the speech instead. They come back to the present. They come out and go. Oh my God! Who, who, who's president? And and did Hillary Hillary Clinton win? They go no. And it's like oh shit! Is that what you, uh, you Donald Trump's president? It's like what the fuck? So it's very. Oh, so they're trying to pass out like well, we're in know. like we're you in an alternate timeline. You don't know. That's yeah. the thing. You don't know. So and and it's playing with these things. I mean, I'm waiting to see where it all goes. I'm only about midway I mean, through. Quantum leap. Well, uh, well, and I'm, en- I'm Spo- enjoying it more. Spoiler than, alert! I'm enjoying it more than Trump. It was alone. aggressively cancelled. <laughs> Oh, oh no! It was, oh, no! <laughs> no. Yeah, it was brutally cancelled. Oh, no! <laughs> there because was an o- there was well, an online petition to get it brought back, oh, and no. they were like, "Fuck no!" no. And uh, what do you call it? It's got uh, handsome uh, one of the guys who was up to, for being um, the first black Doctor Who. What's his name? Um, he was he was God. What's his I, name? I don't know why David Oyelowo. What's that? David Oyelowo. No, no, no. He he's uh, he's always been in the number wang sketches. Oh, um, yeah, Johnson from the uh, yes, Peep yeah, Peep Johnson. Show. From Peep show. Johnson. Oh, Johnson. I forgot Johnson was in it. Johnson's in it. Oh, he's Johnson's he's amazing. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I and it's interesting how much of the stuff's compounded in all the time travel stuff. Yeah. So it's not like we go and have our time travel adventure, and you watch the time travel adventure. It's like we go have our time travel adventure. Things don't go quite according to plan. We come back to the present. The present's now altered. Oh fuck! We go back in time, and we go. It's, and it's amazing so how on. many of these shows are just variations on that Star Trek episode, "The City on the Edge of Forever." Yeah, yeah. Which is you know maybe one I, of the, the best original like series ones. Might. T- listen to what you've said about the show and, and think it's good, and, and yeah, and then go and then go and watch it. So is your, 
Scott's, Scott's pick is don't watch it's Travel. It's to definitely not watch Timeless. <laughs> PJ's PJ's synopsis of the four episodes that he that he mentioned all involve assassinations. That's, well, that's generally true. not what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. They're that... generally just chasing hot ER doctor through time. No, in the first series they are. In the, the first series, series. Second yeah. series has changed changes a fair amount. Yeah, it's a different doctor. Uh, yeah. No, he he, he uh, <laughs> George mean, Clooney in the second I mean, series. They, they lay down stuff in the first series that pays back in the second series. I think as well. I mean, there's a lot of stuff laid down that is kind of uh, I know this and and uh, to, be, to be honest. But if you made it from season one to if you made it from season one to season two, you deserve that little treat. <laughs> that's that's their little gift to you. Well, do you have an actual pick, Scott? I do have an actual pick. Well, well um, uh, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I feel like you're just being aggressive about that because because I said it. No, it's, uh, d- and right. to be honest, PJ, I'd be surprised if you watched this show at all. What I think you do is you have it on whilst you're drawing. That's why I watch that's, things. That's, that's not watching. That's why I watch that is, things. That is the antithesis of watching. <laughs> You're actively not watching. But I Thank always you. think most of the stuff you watch is while you're working. Yeah, but I normally watch repeats. Okay. I normally like I'll watch stick to, like I'll listen Something to you've seen before. Oh, so, I'll listen to so the that's, West Wing episode. That's fine for you. For stuff that's that I've already you. seen, yeah. Not for stuff that I've never seen before and now I want to recommend to people. Well, I recommend watching it while you're work. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I've covered my grind. What well, do you what, want? Well, what have you got, Scott? Um a while ago on the show we talked about <laughs> BT Whole Home, yes, the Wi-Fi discs to to give you a mesh <laughs> network. I'd still like one of those. But... B, well, BT emailed me last week and said, "Hey, your contract's up. How would you like?" They didn't call it Whole Home, but how would you like a new home in your hub? But <laughs> a whole home hub, a, a hub for your whole you, home. How would you like a new hub and this black disc thing that will create a mesh network in your in your house and we will give you as many discs as you need to create the mesh, but we'll send them out one at a time to, so that you can All set right, it up. Okay. And so, so they're not just, somebody doesn't go, give me. So you're getting your Wi-Fi in installments? Give, give me 10 of them. <laughs> um, but they only wanted an extra fiver a month on top of my uh, on top of my plan. In okay. perpetuity. In, in perpetuity, for, for an 18-month contract, yeah. which which works out sl- slightly cheaper than getting two whole home discs. Yeah. Well, that, and that, I got a brand new uh, Wi-Fi hub as well. Is that your pick well. of the week? Because that seems a weird... It, that's like your pick of two years. I mean, it I, feels... I, I need to check and see if Scott's getting some secret sponsorship. But that, that's actually a pretty clever um, way to go about it. Because I tried to buy them directly. I tried to buy whole home discs directly from BT through my internet, as, as yeah. BT as my internet provider, and they said, no, we don't offer them. They're only available from, like, the BT store, or yeah. from Amazon, or whatever. They're, they're not offered as part of this package, yeah. um, and you can't pay any amount of money to have it included, but all, obviously that's changed now. Well, yeah, but I mean, for, for most people, the thing that gets them to change their internet provider is I can't get Wi-Fi in this route. You know, people who people don't understand the difference between their, their Wi-Fi and their broadband. Yeah. And they think, well, the Wi-Fi is not great here. Let's change. Yeah. So BT is making sure that that's not a problem. That that's for not a thing. No, yeah. So I've I've I got one disc and I got the the hub. I've put the disc on the middle floor. Um, and downstairs still isn't great. So I'll call them on Monday and tell them that I want another disc and I'll get another disc sent out for free. And that'll basically that be the the mesh network setup. But cool. the Wi-Fi yeah. seems to be get, an awful get lot faster. Three because I because you could do with some. Could do with some yeah. But you need the, now the trick is for this you need. The new, the new hub, new, hub, new hub, yeah. hub because yeah. in order be, yeah. in order to pair the discs, Ooh. you have to hook it up yeah. to the hub with an Ethernet, and it basically yeah. does a little handshake, and um, away you go. Yeah. But it's it's very good. I mean, I was getting like eighty meg it's, down I mean, across Wi-Fi. Like your your complaint which, about my pick of the week was that I don't really watch the, that show, yeah. and your pick of the week it doesn't feel like a thing that you would pick in a week. It feels like a, a more load. Like you'd it's have a to commitment. make it. It's a commitment to two years. It seems. Like I mean, a, to be honest, your commitment is two seasons of Timeless, which could feel like two years. <laughs> Not with the time travel. All of it. it feels it could be done. It actually, faster. it actually feels like last week. It feels longer. Um, <laughs> well, I'm here from next week to tell everyone not to watch Timeless. <laughs> <laughs> So that's been this week's show. You haven't got, you haven't yeah, pick. Ron's pick was clearly uh, already. Well, I picked Sex Education. All oh, right, okay, fine. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, yeah, so that was this week's show. Yeah, and uh, For, oh, we have an Instagram. We have an Instagram. We have an Instagram. Card. What, what is this audio project going to put in an Instagram? We can put little snippets of the show. 
with a little picture. Oh, we could do a... Yeah, okay. we could put a little... Inch, little is there, but Someone smart would have got their camera out at some point and take some photos for the snippets of hey, the show still, they can still, put on the Instagram. Yeah, But, but it, if they were it, smart... Uh, if only we don't... I mean, we only do record one episode per week, dear listener, so now that this one's done, there's no opportunity to do that. We'll have to wait until next week. Oh, so, It's not like we've so just when finished they listen the first to this episode. Week, when they listen to this week's episode and they go to the Instagram, they'll see photos from next week. Yes. Because you're there'll be, an there'll idiot. Be, because, <laughs> there'll be pictures but, of PJ watching Timeless. Because of time. Because of Timeless, it only feel it only feels right <laughs> that we show pictures from the future on our Instagram. And if I hadn't mentioned the fact that maybe someone should have taken photos, you'd have not taken any photos at all. Oh, I have plans to take photos. I have little notes to take photos. Well, Scott, in the interest in the interest of a social media harmony, what is our Instagram address? I think it's Sunnyside Podcast Show. Okay. You think. I think because Sunnyside, there is a G, somebody has this has Sunnyside podcast at gmail dot com. Sunnyside Sunnyside very turns out to be quite a popular title for a podcast show. Although if you search for us on any podcast provider now, we are the number one result. Oh, are we? That's good. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. that's excellent. Good. Um, it's right. all those accidental Sunnyside listeners. podcast is our Instagram account. Um, and we currently have 22 followers. Wow. Wow, that is putting the boot out. Yeah, I know. So well, if you we'll enjoy get that if, lovely photo so if you want to, if you want to, if you, Yeah, we'll put that up on Instagram. Put it like this, if you enjoy our Instagram content anywhere near as much as the podcast, you should also be heading over to patreon.com forward slash Sunnyside podcast. That's been a show. Uh, I've been Ron. I've been PJ. I'm Scott. Bye. See you next week. There's dark and a